Ooh, what's up, Internet? My name's David Webb. I'm Marielle Edwards. We get nerdy nightly. And we thought we'd share it with you. Yeah. That is right. Welcome to a Thursday edition of the Nightly Morning Show. As we come to the end of our... I don't even know how many weeks we've been doing this now. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, yep, yeah, not gonna do the math because that's we're We're, not my we're closer suit. to 100 episodes than I thought we would be this quickly. Although that's just because yeah. I can't do math. Obviously, we're at the exact point that we should be considering yeah. we do five shows a week and... And we haven't missed a single one. We have not yet missed one. Yeah. Even, even like, with, like, the scare of, like, my trip to New York. And I know. You literally, the like... The DMV day where I almost didn't make it back in time from the DMV. Yeah. 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 Um, this is, like, episode, what, 74? This is episode 74. Yeah. Which means that we've been doing this for... Oh, you're gonna do the math. 15 weeks. Cool. Well, that's wild. I hope you guys are enjoying yourselves because we sure are. We sure are. You know, we got up a little extra early this morning. We're, yeah. we're gonna, we're starting, we, we're like, all right, we're, we're 15 weeks into doing a morning show. Maybe we should like make like a better morning routine for it. So yeah. I think that y'all are struggling out of bed at like 9 15. I'm like, <sighs> <laughs> I, I think, I think yeah. it's, I think we're gonna, you're gonna see some improvements on the morning show. I, we, we have plans y'all. Yeah. We have big plans that will never happen, but but that we planned them. We thought about them. We thought about them, you know? It's, How are you I feeling mean, today? The thought that counts. Uh, good. Yeah? Actually, I think, like, getting up and, like, moving around a little bit mm -hmm. um, was a good was a good choice. Um, yeah. Yeah. Feeling good. I didn't realize how dark this lip color was until I put it on, and by then it was kind of too late. Yeah. So, you know, it's a little more, like, vampy than I was going for, but here we are. Absolutely. What about, what about you? How are you doing? I'm good. I was, I, I had a lot of fun watching your Pokemon Emerald stream yesterday. Um, it was so fun. Also, y'all, I bought a Nintendo 64 yesterday. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. So, I'm very excited. I'm going to try and find a way to... Um, get something that converts it to HDMI. Because mm -hmm. I, I really want to do a Diddy Kong Racing stream where Clarus and I compete in Diddy Kong Racing. I've never played Diddy Kong Racing. Yeah, so it won't be a fair competition. Fair. Because yeah. um, I know all of those maps. I, 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 like, I should have those maps tattooed on my body. I know them so well. Um, and so, yeah, someone posted <laughs> uh, N64 on Facebook Marketplace yesterday. And I was like, babe... You're like, Wife. Would, would you be upset? <laughs> would you be upset if this is how I spent our money? And I was, yeah, I was like, you know, whatever. And chat was on your side. Yeah. And, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't say no when chat was backing you up so hard. Um, so you will be playing Ocarina of Time soon. Cool. Uh, it is a condition. It was a condition of us getting married that she promised she would eventually play Ocarina of Time. Yeah. A game she's never played. Uh, I'm also going to add in Majora's Mask into that agreement, so... Okay. There's two games that you have to play. Can I stream it? You have to stream it. Oh, I have to For my entertainment. It. Guys, I have, I have never played through a Zelda game. Yeah. I didn't even make it through the tutorial of Breath of the Wild, and um, I took back Twilight No, Princess. you made it through the tutorial. I did? I don't yeah, think I made yeah, it yeah. off the island. Did thing. you not make it off the plateau? Oh I, I have god. never made it off the plateau. Oh my and god. I had Twilight Princess How are we married? And I took it back to the store. I live in my Legend of Zelda hoodie. I know. Uh, it's a nice hoodie. It's so soft. Yeah. I got that at the official Nintendo store. And when you go to something like the official Nintendo store, you're like, the quality of the clothes is going to be just fine. It's fine. This was, I, I touched this hoodie. 
And I was like, this is the softest hoodie I've ever touched. This is the one. And then it was only $60. And I was like, this is so soft. It should be like, it felt like one of those robes that is like $300 in a hotel. If you take it, I was like, okay. And now I live in that hoodie. And honestly, mm -hmm. there are so many times where we get on camera for Nerdy Nerdy stuff. Where I'm like, I can't do another video this week in this hoodie. So yeah. I'm going to take this off, mm -hmm. put on my Gremlins t-shirt and deliver the news. Hey, y'all! Are you ready for some for some news? I'm ready, ready for news. Let's do this in very confusing fashion. Alan Tudyk, the actor who is the voice of at least one character in uh, I think the last like twelve Pixar Disney movies. At least um, one. They love they love to bring him in, um, including uh, in Moana. He's the chicken. Hey hey. Oh right. Yes. He's the blondie from Firefly, right? Yes, watch. We talked about this. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, he's that. He's in a million things. He was also the ro- yes? Did I see his face on a poster for something recently? Maybe. Hmm. Okay. Continue. I, I don't know. I don't know. I was like, is he- is he- <laughs> Did you see his face on a poster I for something I feel like I recently? did, but I-, I Where don't are know. you seeing posters? Like on uh, Twitter? I don't know. Oh, okay, okay. I was like, we don't go outside. <laughs> no, not like posters, like- Posters. Alan Tudyk plays the droid K2SO in the film uh, uh, Rogue One, a Star Wars story. And uh, previously, when all the announcements were coming out about the show Andor, which is the prequel series to that that is coming to Disney Plus later this year, mm -hmm. um, we were told that K2SO would appear in the show alongside Diego Luna as Cassian Andor. And Alan Tudyk came out and straight up said, um, uh, he responded to a question, they're shooting it right now, I'm not in it. But if it stays on the air, stories keep getting told, I'll end up in there. <laughs> Great. Which is very confusing, because Kathleen Kennedy said he was in it. Yeah. And when, when we did the trailer reaction from the Disney Investor Day to the Andor trailer, mm -hmm. and I was like, where's K2SO? He's, oh, yeah. he's the other star of this series. Yeah. And appar apparently he's like, really not. Weird. And why would she say that he's in it? Yeah. Was he, like, supposed to be? Or maybe K2SO is, but Alan... T but, like, no, no they wouldn't... No, no, no. They, I don't think they would do that. I think maybe... Um, I don't know. Maybe she was, like, getting it confused and, like, that he's, like... The, the character is set to come in, like, late in the series? That, oh, like, maybe, like, she knows the plan for season two? Yeah. Uh, yeah? Maybe, and, like, they just haven't, like, talked to him about it yet. Well, it seems like they have talked to him about it, because he does, like, he ends a statement with, um, but if it stays on the air, stories keep getting told, I'll end up in there. Okay, so, yeah, so maybe they're like, hey, we're doing this thing, and, you know, we would like you to come for season two or three, you know, if we get that far. What's really interesting to me about this is I thought Andor was going to be a one-season-and-done show, like, they've mm -hmm. talked about Kenobi being, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi is supposed to be just one season, it's six episodes and that's it. Yeah. Um, which is what I want for that. I, I do not want them to try and fit five seasons of Obi-Wan in the desert. Um, I want one really well-told story in that time period. Mm -hmm. Um, I kind of felt the same way about casting Andor, but I guess the insinuation here is that we are going to be getting more Andor, uh, beyond the season one. I mean, yeah, that's our hot take. We don't know that for sure. I, that's but it, what it seems, seems implied... Like. It's it's not really that hot a take. I, I think it's a it's in pretty implied by what he's saying. Yeah. If it if it stays on the air, it's weird. Are things still on the air if they're streaming? I think it's an expression. I know, but like, are we still gonna keep that expression around for streaming? 
Because on the air is literally meant that uh, television shows back in the day used to have these antenna for, for, for the youngins who are watching us on Twitch. Um, <laughs> you used to have a big television and it was very thick and heavy and very hard to move. And you would have these two antennas on top of the TV. And the way that television would get into your house is a signal would literally be broadcast um, across the entire area. Yeah. And they would, um, uh, they would land in your house. Oh, my chatbot isn't on. Yeah, I saw that. Oops. <laughs> um, they, they, they would, they would hit the antenna. And so the, when a show was on the air, it was literally. In the airwaves. Like you were breathing it in. Which is a weird thought. Although I guess if you watch it on Wi-Fi, it is still on the air. Oh, everything is on the air now. I don't, I don't think expressions like that really go away. Yeah. You know, like, we use expressions today that were of the time that really don't make any sense, but we still use them because they mm -hmm. convey a meaning that we all kind of generally understand, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think that's still going to be the expression. I don't know. I feel like, I feel, uh, but Thompson brings up, you still hang up a phone. True. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't hung up a phone in years yeah i've ended a call yeah although i say i ended the call i don't really say i hung up anymore no i say i say hung up that's yeah interesting yeah i wonder what what other ones like that are there i'm there's a ton but like none of them are coming to mind right now mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah oh i'm sure um or like putting putting the cart before the horse when was the last time you that, anything before a horse. That one is usually used as a metaphor, though. Yeah, I guess. That's you. That 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 is a phrase that's like commonly used as a metaphor for something that has nothing to do with carts and horses. But you're not like saying like I hung up the phone when you're not talking about the phone. Yeah, that's fair. You're not like oh yeah yeah I saw them yesterday and then at the end of the day I hung up the phone and went home. You know what I mean? Like that would be a weird. <laughs> that would be weird. Oh, Rebel Trooper says people say hold your horses. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. How many people in modern times have held a horse? Held? We both have. Yeah, we've both yeah. ridden horses. No. Um, but not for a very long time. Yeah, it's been a while. I'm allergic. Uh, Jujube still has a landline. Wow. Yeah, my parents still have landlines, but they're all, like, um, portable mobile phones. <laughs> They, my, my parents, yeah. they, they like plug, they plug into charge, but my parents have like mobile, a separate mobile phone in the house. It's very weird. Yeah. Um, are you guys playing Super Mario 3D World Deluxe? Nolan Pfeiffer saying asks. Um, it comes out on February 12th, right? So I, I plan on picking it up. Yeah. We were talking about doing a co-op stream, um, and playing through the co-op together. Yeah. I, when I had a Wii U, I played through Super Mario 3D World. Mm -hmm. Um, so I actually like kind of know that game, mm -hmm. which I don't get to say often. <laughs> Um, so I, yeah, I'd, I'd be down for some. Yeah, uh, we were thinking of doing a co-op stream the day it launches, um, yeah. on the Nerdy Nightly. So mm -hmm. keep an eye out for that. Um, in the next, uh, in the next news story, uh, this is kind of similarly in the same vein as, uh, just cause it's Rogue One affiliated. Mm -hmm. Riz Ahmed has been asked a lot about whether he's going to be in the Venom sequel or in the Cassian Andor show. Mm -hmm. Uh, and his response was, I, I just haven't heard of that to be honest. Uh, I think I'm done in Venom. It's pretty conclusive. Dude got blown up in a spaceship. Yeah. And what's funny is I realized that in Rogue One, he also gets blown up in a spaceship. Yeah. It's on the ground, but... I wonder if this is going to become like a Sean Bean thing, where that's his... That, like, 
He he's written into everything he does to be the guy who blows up in a spaceship. He just becomes known as oh yeah yeah. If Riz Ahmed is in like a big budget movie, eventually he blows up in a spaceship. Yeah, and that way you know it's like an ongoing thing. And, you know, I guess in some cases that might be like spoilery, but like you just you just have to know what you're getting into. Yeah, I I really enjoyed people because I had read the Game of Thrones books since I was a kid. Like I, I've been a fan of um the the a Song of Ice and Fire my whole life. Yeah. And so when the show started to come out and other people started to be like, oh yeah, Sean Bean is like the lead of this show and he's so good. And I was like, oh, oh you guys think Sean? Oh, you don't know. Yeah, you're like. Oh, you don't oh, know. Oh boy. Oh and my sweet summer child. There's a part of me that wishes I could have experienced the Game of Thrones show with like fresh eyes and like didn't know the Red Wedding was going to happen. Because mm-hmm. I think that like the shock of that moment would have been fantastic. Yeah. But I will say the moment... Oh, because you hadn't read it before. No, I read the right. first book before I saw the first season. But yeah. then, then I, I kept watching because it was so good. Getting to experience... Like, being the person in the room who knew what was about to happen for Game of Thrones was actually very fun. And I had a good time watching with some friends and being like, oh no. Here we go. (laughs) Yeah, literally. (laughs) Um, Here's the thing. Riz Ahmed is not going to be returning in those two franchises. No, he's dead. Here's the other thing. Riz Ahmed is so freaking talented and is so good in everything. You're going to see him in a lot of stuff. Don't worry about it. He's going to be fine. Uh, Riz Ahmed is going to be an Oscar winning actor at some point in our lifetime. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it might be for this drumming movie he's doing. Um, I think I have the name here. Um, I don't, damn. Uh, but uh, he is in uh, a movie uh, where he plays a drummer who's losing his hearing. Mm-hmm. And so he has to learn sign language. Um, and I'm very excited for that because I just, I love Riz Ahmed in everything he's done. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just, he's remarkable. Uh, what was that movie called? What was the, the HBO thing he did? Um, the Night Of, I think. Brilliant. I'm not sure. Brilliant. Him and, uh, I think it was John Turturro. Brilliant. Brilliant. Uh, was it? Uh, it was like kind of a made-for-TV movie, I guess. Okay, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, alright, in superhero television news, mm-hmm. we found out some new little tidbits about the upcoming launch of the new Superman and Lois TV show, uh, which will be premiering February 23rd on The CW. Mm-hmm. We talked about this a little bit in our Batwoman spoiler review, yeah. Um, but I'm very excited for the show mm-hmm. because we haven't had a Superman TV show on television since the '90s mm-hmm. with the Dean Cain show. Um, and Smallville is not a Superman show. Uh, fight me, internet! I will fight you. I will take you all down. Oh, I will boy. die on yeah. this hill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Smallville we is know. a yeah. is is a is 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 not a Superman show. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Um, it's, okay. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, and also, Dean Cain is maybe you know. Uh, Posting some stuff on Twitter he shouldn't. Um, oh, boy. Yeah, he's got some opinions that I wish he didn't have. Uh, but Superman and Lois will be coming to the CW with a 90-minute premiere uh, mm. with an extra half an episode tacked on. Um, and 90 minutes, nice. The, the That will kick off at 8 Eastern. And then, you know, this throws off the schedule. So mm. what is in that extra half hour that night? They're going to be doing a 30-minute special Superman and Lois Legacy of Hope at 9.30, which I think we'll look back on, uh, which will probably be a half hour special just looking back on the um, history of Superman and Lois Lane Mm -hmm. in media and the incredible impact that they've had on the world, just the world, not even the world of news and entertainment and and all that stuff, but Mm -hmm. on on the world as a whole. Yeah. 
Uh, and I, I hope that it's a look back at all the fantastic actors and actresses who have played Clark Kent and uh, Lois Lane. Yeah, that'll be fun. I, I, do we get that channel? Yes, we do. That's we what do. we watch Batman. Batwoman on. Oh, right, right. That makes sense. Yeah. So we can we can even record it. Yeah. We don't have to. Actually. No, that one we'll watch live. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I was just wondering, like, if it's like at a time. It's a, oh no no I'm my schedule will be set to watch the premiere right. of the new Superman show. Great. I mean the the um. Oh, I'm I'm moving everything for the premiere of the Superman show. All right. That's, that's there's no question. Just here. so you guys have a heads up. <laughs> I won't be streaming that night. Yeah. Um, I will be watching the new Superman show. Yeah, yeah, that'll be fun. I'm excited, yeah. and it's it's nice that they're they're you know taking that two hour slot and like using it to the fullest. Well, but fun. here's the thing. So the original plan was that on February 23rd, we were going to get the new Superman show at 8. Yeah. And we were going to get the first episode of the new Flash TV show at 9. And so ah. in order for this 90-minute show to happen, the first episode of The Flash is now actually being pushed back to March 2nd. Gotcha. Um, so okay. it, for those of you waiting for the first episode of The Flash, you're actually going to have to wait uh, an additional uh, week, uh, over a week um, ah, for yeah. that. Sorry about that. Um, uh, but that is might be more and more common as we head into this mm, spring move, uh, television season because uh, we have had our first pushback of a television episode um, because of uh, COVID restrictions. Um, the, this Is Us will not be airing a new episode tonight uh, like they had originally planned to do. Mm -hmm. uh, they couldn't get the episode done in time because of work from home stuff and whatnot. And mm -hmm. so This Is Us is actually going to air a repeat and the, the actual episode is going to be pushed back until um, uh, at least a week, if not maybe two, um, because uh, wow. post-production and stuff is hard when you're socially distanced. Just like they can't be on set, they can't get a bunch of editors in a room to get stuff done. Yeah. No, mm -hmm. that, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, that sucks. You know, especially I know a lot of people love that show. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, that would be kind of upsetting. But I'm glad that, you know, that they're taking safety seriously. Mm -hmm. And yeah. that that's the priority here, and it comes first. Um, so, you know, waiting another week, another few weeks, mm -hmm. is, I think, worth it. <laughs> you have to wonder, though, what this is going to do to ratings of these shows. Um, because people, you know, there are a significant number of fans of these shows who write a date on a calendar and show up at that time. And when that thing isn't there, they get frustrated. And, yeah. you know, I, I think that pushing the flash back like this um, might hurt the flash premiere a little bit. Yeah, and, uh, you know... Especially because The Flash will now premiere almost two months after the return of the CW Arrowverse with Batwoman coming back, obviously, last weekend. Yeah. Um, it's just going to be interesting to see um, how they how, how they move forward with this and how all of these networks handle advertising the fact that their shows are moving. Yeah. Um, because that's tr tricky. It's difficult. And it's more money spent. And it is uh, it is absolutely more, more money spent. Um, you know. Um, and, yeah. Yeah. That's got to be tough. Uh, they like could just promote our show. They could. And then we'll, we'll let you know when the new dates are. Like The Flash, coming March 2nd instead of February 23rd. Um, what's going to happen, y'all? What is going to happen? What season is it? Uh, seven. But Iris is in the Mirrorverse. She's been in the Mirrorverse mm -hmm. for a freaking year. Now, I need to know. I need to know what happens. I mean... It's very important to me that we find out what happens to Iris. Okay, all right. What? It's I just... been a year. Mm-hmm. A year. Yeah. Clarus. Uh-huh. 365 days. This this whole, like, the, all of the seasons ended with two episodes left thing, it really sucks. Yeah. 
Because, like, usually, like, you get to the end of the season and there's, like, a satisfying conclusion. There's a big episode finale. and They give you, like, something to, like, feel good about, but then something to wait for. Well, know? if you really think about it, like, the... So, um, The Flash would have ended in, like, May-ish mm-hmm. with a big finale. We would have gotten teases for the future. And then the show would have come back in September, October. Mm-hmm. The show ended in March. Early. And it's going to come back in March. Yeah. That is wild. Yeah. Yep. These wild. are COVID times. COVID times. Yeah. Y'all, and nothing is a bigger sign of COVID times than uh, this next story. Uh, Channel 4, which is a British television show, mm-hmm. has had to backtrack on its decision to commission a second season of the Victorian era, era comedy crime caper Year of the Rabbit. This is per deadline. Um, because the coronavirus pandemic has forced the British broadcaster to cut... Uh, content by 150 million euros this year. And so shows that they said that they were going to make, they're not going to get to make. um, Because they have 150 million euros in cuts. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I I wonder if part of this is going to have to do with... um, That's 205 million. 205 million American. 150 million dollars in cuts. And and look, Channel 4 isn't a huge station. Mm-hmm. Like that's a that is a lot of money. Yeah. Um, you know, it, that's not like a Disney where they're like, "All right, so we're going to cut one show." No, yeah. yeah Disney yeah. Plus is like 200 million, so we're cutting um three episodes off The Mandalorian. <laughs> Um, yeah. Um, but this is sad. I mean, this is, you know, Channel 4 uh, makes a, a lot of content, and they make a lot of uniquely British content and British-made content. Yeah. Um, and it is sad to see uh, um, that because of the coronavirus, uh, that this this, all, this is 100% because of that, you know. Yeah. And maybe also a little bit because of Brexit. But, you know, that's a, that's complicated. I mean, yeah, we'll never know exactly how many dollars mm-hmm. are from... It, that's not how this works. Um, yeah. But that is... Uh, tragic it is it is and for fans of that show I, i'm so sorry uh that that show's not coming back uh after you told it was i mean the same thing happened with glow right like oh glow, glow was gonna come back and then they <sighs> released those actors and everyone was like why would you cancel glow and netflix was like look we we don't know when we're gonna make it yeah and we don't want to keep these actors in a contract and stop them from making money yeah and so you know they, they were trying to do the right thing yeah oh they did the right thing yeah. by letting those actors find other work and not like holding like beholding them to that it's just glow was so good Mm -hmm. guys if you have not watched glow on it's on netflix it's Mm -hmm. it's um it's it's a like one-of-a-kind show yeah Uh, like i i i would say that it is like unique and wonderful Mm -hmm. um i agree with that yeah go give it a uh even the pilot episode like the first episode is like pretty solid and it's Sometimes with mm-hmm. shows, you're like, try watching maybe two or three episodes, but this one, I think, like, episode one is pretty strong. So, yeah. you know, check it yeah, out. Yeah, it, it's, um, it's a really unique take on an already unique world. Yes. Uh, and Alison Brady. And the perspective Brady. is so interesting. Annie. Yeah. Annie. That's her name in community. Gotcha. I gotcha. fell in love with Annie. She's, um, she's very talented. She's so sweet she's and wonderful. So mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in, in, in kind of some fun news, uh, for those of you who are watching WandaVision, this isn't spoilers for WandaVision, don't worry, um, but uh, they have released now that it's a, almost a week later, the t- episode titles for the first two episodes. Oh, they weren't titles? No. <laughs> on on Disney Plus, they were just episode one and episode two. 
Um, and Disney Plus is doing weird things with their titles. Like, the Mandalorian episodes have titles, but if you go into Disney Plus, it just says chapter one, chapter two, chapter three, even though they, in the episodes, they have a title, like, um, The Fugitive, or it's always, like, The Something yeah, for Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the first episodes of WandaVision have been titled, and I just think they're fun. Um, uh, the first episode was called Filmed Before a Live Studio Audience, and uh, episode two was Don't Touch That Dial. Um, and so I think it is fun. I, I think it's fun that Disney is so, the, the only reason I wanted to talk about this really is Disney is so afraid of spoiling anything that they won't even let you know what the titles of the episodes are while you're watching the episode. They're like, all right, watch the episode. And then a week from now, we'll let you know what it was called. Yeah. I mean, not that like, here's the thing. The title of the episode, I don't think is going to bring in any more viewers. I don't think it's going to help them in any way. So it's kind of like. Well, no, but it used to be a thing, like, I remember when Game of Thrones was, like, Game of Thrones season seven, the, there was a big thing where, like, the titles came out for the episodes, and everyone lost their minds for, like, a week. And this well, was, like, a month and a half before the show, the season premiered. That's true, because they were trying to fake, like, they were trying to piece it all together. To see what was going to happen. Yeah. yeah. And so that's, that's, that's always been a big part of, like, the, the culture of online conversation of these shows. Mm -hmm. And Disney is like, nah, we're not playing that game. You, you can watch chapter one. I mean, Disney at this point can do whatever they want. Well, like... but, but here's the thing, right? I appreciate it. Because, you know, we talked yesterday in the story where we were talking about how that Quicksilver actor is spoiled for WandaVision. Yeah. Um, Disney does such a good job of when you watch the content, you get the surprise. Yeah. Um, like we talked about Mandalorian, like... I had no idea what was going to happen in any episode of Mandalorian because there was no rumors. There was yeah. nothing. You know what I mean? And it's because they print those scripts on the, that red paper that can't be photocopied. Um, oh. Yeah, Disney. So apparently Disney prints its scripts for like Marvel movies yeah. on this dark red paper. Uh, and so if you put it on a photocopier, the photocopier can't read it. And if you try and scan it with your phone, it won't scan. Oh, wow. Yeah, they have like anti-copy anti, um, paper. Of course they do. Yeah. Yeah. Of course they do. It, that just makes sense. Mm-hmm wild yeah and so for these tv shows like we don't get the spoilers and i appreciate i appreciate that we don't get the spoilers yeah you know what i mean like but this is just funny i just thought it was funny that they're like all right well the, the, i think the episode's been out long enough we can release what the title can, of it was we can name it can you imagine if a book came out with a blank cover and they're like read the book and then we'll tell you what it's called that would be really cool that'd be an interesting marketing strategy if you read the whole book the title would like reveal itself if you could do, if there was like a way to do that. Oh, I love it, but I just don't know how you could pull it off. Magic. You could do it in ebook. Yeah. Yeah. But then people would get to the end, they would know the title, and they would tell everyone else. Oh, sure, sure, sure. I just mean like for people like me who avoid spoilers in order to enjoy things, mm -hmm. I would be the person who's like, well, I used to. Now that I'm looking up the news every day, I see every rumor under the sun for this freaking morning show. Um,. Sorry. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's not a problem. It's a challenge. It's a challenge to resist temptation. I wonder if anyone knows what I just referenced besides no. you. No. Do you know what I just referenced? No. Really? No. Oh, wow. Is that Jesus Christ Superstar? No. No. I don't know. It's uh, Jason Robert Brown's The Last Five Years. Oh, I I, I know that musical. It's, it's the song that Jamie sings about... Um, Cheating. Not cheating. Not cheating. Yeah, yeah. It's it's his it's his not cheating song before he sings his cheating song. Right, right, right. right yeah, yeah, right. spoilers for the last five years. If yes. you haven't seen the movie, it's a great movie. Uh, Jeremy Jordan, Anna Kendrick. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, I got to go to the premiere in New York, and it was uh, it was very very fun. 
Yeah, I mean, they're, yeah, they're good, and the music is good, so. Ooh, Misguided Gamers Live in the chat asks, do you have a favorite Disney princess? Uh. I mean, like, my personal favorite is Megara from Hercules, because Hercules is my favorite movie. That's fair, that's fair. Hercules, Hercules is a perfect film. I love it so much. Yeah. Except for the animation of the Hydra. It's still a little weird all this time later. Because because they didn't do this, the, the, the cell, or I don't even know what the art style is, but because they tried to make the Hydra 3D, the Hydra is the only part of that movie that hasn't aged well. Yeah. Man. Yeah, it's a bit odd. Which but is I love fine. It. I don't know. I mean, my, my favorite Disney princess when I was growing up was Snow White because I was pasty and had dark <laughs> hair. And sh I thought I looked like her. You did. You did. Um, I, uh, I don't know. Either. Really? I've never thought about mm. this. I think about it a lot. I Like, is Bo Peep from Toy Story a Disney princess? Princess? No, she's not a princess. Yeah, but Megara isn't really a princess either. Like, if, if I had to go with, like... She becomes a god. <laughs> she does become a god. Um, no, if I had to go with, like, an actual princess... Maybe Rapunzel from Tangled right now in oh, my life. Oh yeah, because Tang Tangled was very good. Tangled just means a lot to me. That's that's a strong choice. Oh, Leia is a Disney princess technically. Leia is a Disney princess too. Yeah. Okay. Well, if 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 we are considering Leia a Disney princess, then duh. Leia is. I a, mean, yeah. Leia is the Le Leia. Leia is the greatest Disney princess of all time. I, that's just you can't argue that. Although I will say I don't have a Funko Pop of Leia, which I think is kind of disappointing. You have... I know, I have so many Star Wars Pops, but I don't have Leia or Luke. You have, like, 40 Funkos over there. I know, and I don't have Leia or Luke. I'm ashamed. I don't know why, too. Oh, it's because I didn't really buy a lot of them. A lot of these I got as gifts, or, okay. like... Like, I don't... I've never really purchased Funkos. Okay. A lot of my Star Wars ones I got because they were all on sale at BB Games, and they were, like... It was, like, buy... Well, uh, buy two get two free mm, okay. um and these were the ones they had uh, yeah i think i think if we have to pick a disney princess you can't it's leia yeah. yeah yeah oh yeah of course it's leia megara is a, is a good choice though i love megara solid um, i'm a fan i i won't say i'm in love is so good oh god i know um <laughs> apparently i'm i'm being shamed for not owning more funko pops don't start with that okay we have enough i'll buy more I will buy more Funko Pops. We don't, we don't need any. It's fine. Um. It's fine, guys. It's, it's fine. Um, then Darth Vader is too. Darth Vader is a... But Tom seems trying to make the argument that Darth Vader is a Disney princess. And I'm not, I'm not willing to go down that road. Darth Vader is at... Because here's the thing. Darth Vader isn't related to royalty. Because here, because... Leia is not by blood a princess. She's adopted into a royal family. Right. Yeah. But she's, yeah, she's a princess. Yes, but not because of her blood, because of her adoption. Darth yeah. Vader is not the reason that she's a princess. Yeah. Brea Organa, her mother, is the reason she's a princess. In fact, her father isn't even royalty. What's interesting about... <laughs> what have you done? Uh, what's interesting about the Alderanian culture is that while Breha is actually royalty, her husband isn't. Uh, and that's why he has a job as a senator. Um, and uh, she handles the like royal affairs. Uh, it's really good. There's a book, um, Leia, Princess of Alderaan, uh, which is a book detailing Leia as a child. 
um, and and her growing up and, and how she becomes the way that she is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's a it's a it's really really it's really good. It came out before Last Jedi because it introduced the character of Holdo, mm-hmm. who uh, is Admiral Holdo in the movie. Um, and who is very much like a Luna Lovegoody kind of teenager mm-hmm. that Leia meets. Um, that is true. That the that um, their 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 mother is um, yeah, that her mother is a queen. Her like biological mother, as well. Uh no, her mother was a queen, but is no longer a queen. Um so so uh. Naboo's queen is an elected position. It's not a family position. So you don't actually... You don't inherit the role of queen. Wait, I'm sorry. She was 14 and she got elected as queen? Yeah, so the way that Naboo works is they believe that there is something about the, um... The, like, uh... The the eyes of a child, essentially. Uh, and... Or, or like, the, like... That there's something about having an innocent person or with, like, an open mind to the world be it put in a position to help make decisions. Um, and so the, uh, so yes, you actually serve terms as an elected queen in, uh, Naboo culture. And this is a whole thing. This is a whole thing because the queen after, um, Padme was, uh, a, a different, was a person who had been queen before and served her second term after Padme's second term. And she's the one who asked Padme to become a senator for Naboo. And that's why in Attack of the Clones, Padme is a senator. Because mm-hmm. her terms as queen have passed on. But she is not... An, she's not... A, like, there's no royal inheritance in uh, Naboo. It is a title that you get elected to. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's... I have to agree with Sex Monkey. That's a horrible idea. I mean, you say it's a horrible idea, but... It's gone really well for Naboo. Like, they're a super peaceful, lovely culture. Okay, but because it's been written that way. I'm just saying you have to believe that it worked out as written. If that, you know, if, if we put that into practice in real life. And what's insane, so what's what's really funny about that culture is, um, so they have to change their name when they become queen. Wow. And they, orange. like, assume a new ad- identity. And then uh-huh. uh, they, they get their handmaidens. And their handmaidens are all these, like, super trained young women who happen to look like them so that they can switch in and out of... You Read Queen's Shadow and read Queen's Peril. Um, there are two books. Um, who wrote Queen's Shadow? Uh, Alexander... Uh, Alexandra? Alexander Freed. No, that's the wrong book. E.K. Johnson, who also wrote the Ahsoka book, uh, wrote Queen's Shadow, and it's excellent. Um, and so all of their wow. handmaidens also have to change their name. So that they rhyme with, so like, um, all of the pad, all of her handmaidens names have to rhyme with Padme. So that's why her handmaidens are like Sabe. Um, and because it's the tradition of this world. And so she has like her handmaidens around her who are her trusted, like advisors, defenders. They're all like super, like, they're basically like ninjas that protect her. Um, and they can also, like, change and look like her. And so, like, sometimes they'll be wearing her garb so that she can, like, be watching from the sidelines. Like the sequence in the, um, the, the secret Gungan location. It's really cool. If you read Queen Shadow, it makes wow. that world look, re- it's fascinating. E.K. Yeah. Johnson crushed it. That's cool. Yeah, I love actually. that book. That book is very good. And E.K. Johnson also wrote Ahsoka, which is also very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's your daily Star Wars lesson. <laughs> I didn't that's think I was going to be teaching 
my my Star Wars lessons today, but yeah. Uh, uh, Naboo culture is dope. It's really fun. If you say so. Um, before uh, we are getting to the end of the show, I just want to make sure we don't have any more news. We have one last news story. One last news story. You know what it is. It's like the one that we were talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah Amanda yeah, yeah. Gorman. Y'all, I don't know if you guys watched the inauguration yesterday, but it was pretty special. Mm-hmm. It was pretty special, and there was one thing that made it extra special. It was the performance of um, the youngest National Poet Laureate in American history, Amanda Gorman, a uh, young black woman who gave a uh, incredible speech uh, called The Hill We Climb, um, which is uh, conveniently also the name of her first book. Um, she is a 22-year-old poet who... A day after giving that speech in the inauguration, uh, her two books that are released, her books mm-hmm. of poetry, um, are now number one and number two on Amazon. And her upcoming children's book uh, is ahead of Barack Obama's presidential memoir on Amazon for pre-orders. So yeah. Amanda Gorman went from like being a brilliant, incredible, smart, very, very, very good writer yeah. to being a potentially very wealthy good writer <laughs> in a day. Yeah, yeah, for real. And she absolutely um, deserves it. I'm, I'm only laughing because, like, I'm happy for her success. I'm not yeah. mocking this at all. It's just so funny that, like, overnight, you know, that's, like, that people, you know, people p- people connected with her mm-hmm. um, so strongly that so many people went out and ordered her stuff. Like, that's, that's really, truly special. Well, I... I'm not surprised, though. You know what I mean? Like, I was sitting here watching it with a tear in my eye. Like, I was so moved by what she said. And, mm-hmm. you know, I... It's the kind of success that you love to see. Yeah. You love to see someone who genuinely deserves a huge amount of success suddenly get it. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I, you know, we talked about some bad COVID news today. There were, there were some downers today. And I just wanted to end on this story today because yeah. this is such a positive thing in the world to me mm-hmm. that, you know... The outgoing administration is gone, and the ingoing administration put up a 22-year-old black girl who spoke to the heart of the trauma that a lot of people have felt the last four years, and and, and, and nailed it, and, and, like, really met the moment with such grace and such, um, just such wisdom, and, and, and it, it was it was so moving, mm-hmm. and I, I woke up to this news, and I was so overjoyed by it. I was like, yes, this girl absolutely deserves this. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I'm, I want to pick up some of her poetry. I, I have some poetry books on my shelves and I want to add some of her stuff to my collection. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to read, I, I really want to read some of her stuff now because I, I love what she said yesterday and I'm so excited to see people like her creating art right now when, you know, I, yeah, I, I feel like I need this in my life a little bit. Yeah. I think a lot of people feel like they need it. Yeah. You know, it's been, yeah, it's been a dark year and for some people it's been a dark four years. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, um, yeah, it's warms the heart. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, Lin-Manuel tweet, tweeted at her mm-hmm. and she tweeted back. She was like, did you catch that? I put two Hamilton references in it. I couldn't help myself. And he tweeted back. He's like, y- you nailed it. You were perfect. And I'm like, yes, this is this the is joy. The, this is the cross. This is I the need. hope of the future. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, we needed to start with positivity and, and what's amazing is, you know, this, woman I have never heard of before steps up and does this and like we had Lady Gaga on that stage we had JLo on that stage and they were great um uh, Garth Brooks Garth Brooks was on that stage also great um his performance was very toned down and very emotional which surprised me for him yeah it was nice um it wasn't bombastic at all 
mm-hmm. which is what I think, like, when I think of Garfield books, I think of, like, Stadium, yeah. kind of, and he, like, toned it down to, like, the raw emotion of that song, and I, I appreciated that. Um, but she outshone all of them, in my opinion, yeah. um, and partially because she wrote those words, uh, but also just because she delivered them so beautifully. Yeah. 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 It was a special moment. Yeah, Special moment for sure. Uh, well, that's the news then. That's the news. Guys, uh, if you if you like me want to see more hope and positivity in the world, go check out The Hill We Climb by Amanda Gorman, available on Amazon. Or uh, let me actually, I'm going to pull this up real quick because I do want to get her upcoming books title right for this. That's fair. Um, or uh, there are her two books, Change Sings and The Hill We Climb. Um, and uh, her upcoming book, Change Sings, A Children's Anthem. Uh, which is her the one on pre-order. Mm-hmm. It uh, tells the story of a young girl who leads a cast of characters on a musical journey. They learn that they have the power to make changes, big or small, in the world, in their communities, and most importantly, in themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, the book is built as a triumphant call to action for everyone to use their abilities to make a difference. Um, yeah. She's also 22, so like... Wow. I'm a little depressed <laughs> that I have not accomplished... Uh, anything yeah I'm at like, 28 wow but, uh, wow uh okay cool mm-hmm. you know it's fine that's fine it's fine we'll just be could old. you amanda could you wait like can i call you amanda probably not mrs <laughs> gorman mrs gorman uh can you like wait like six years before you write another book just so that you just, only beat me by three and not four yeah you know just, so, just <laughs> she's so. not going to <laughs> she's like who who the hell is this guy Oh, Why God. is this white boy in Canada trying to tell me when to write my dang books? <laughs> Thank you guys for joining mm. us this morning. Um, that's that's the news. Yeah, um, that's we're, the news. We're gonna be on later today. David's gonna be on twice oh, later today. It's gonna be it's gonna be a long one. But, yeah, we're um, baking in two hours. Yes, we're gonna bake a pavlova. Mm-hmm. Um, no, we're starting at two. Oh, three hours. We're baking in three hours. Yeah, yeah. We're starting at 2 p.m. Eastern. Yeah. We're going to um, do some baking on stream. It's going to be fun. A, ba- a blackberry blueberry pavlova. Pav- 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 <laughs> this is going to be fun. Yeah. And then you are streaming uh, your new Nuzlocke. Nuzlocke 3.0, y'all. Nuzlocke 3.0. This is the one where we actually don't die all the time. I believe in you. I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, um, I believe, I believe, I believe. Ah. Billy. Yeah, we're making a pavlova, which is basically like meringue. Um, yeah, it's a big meringue. It's going to be delish. Y'all, we will also be back tomorrow with another episode of the Nightly Morning Show. And if you missed it, last night we dropped the second episode of Catching Up Clarousse. We we're talking about the movie Shazam from mm-hmm. 2019. Sorry, Zachary Levi and Asher Angel, uh, as well as Mark Strong as the villain. So go check out that episode. It is available on our podcast feed or on our website, www.nerdynightly.com in the podcast tab. Yeah. yeah, yeah. check that out. Um, you can hear our thoughts on it if, if you missed it. And um, If you watched this on YouTube or listened to our podcast feed where this goes up as well, uh, please come check this out live on twitch.tv slash nerdynightly, Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern. We do the morning show every day. <clears throat> Tomorrow's episode 75. Yep. I can't we're believe we're getting close to 100. What are we doing for 100? We're going to figure out something for episode 100. I'm going to start reaching out to celebrities. I'm just going to like... I'm going to mass message celebrities and be like, will you be a guest on our 100th episode of our morning show? I'm going to do it. Who knows? Maybe one of them is like, yeah, I'll do a pre-tape segment. I'll do like a five-minute Zoom call. Sure. Why not? You know, why not? Why not? Everyone's going to say no, but that's fine. You miss all the shots you don't take. That's what sports people say. My name's David Webb. <laughs> I'm Ariel Edwards. Do something nerdy tonight. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye-bye.